Yo, what is up, everybody? Welcome back to the High on Soccer podcast with your favorite host, myself, Dylan Monroy, and introducing Jorge Martinez once again. Yo. <laughs> what it do, Jorge? What it do? What's what your up, thing, man? man? What it do? <laughs> <clears throat> and guys, today we're going to talk about, we're going to upgrade, update you guys on the Premier League because we know and you know that it is the biggest league in the world and probably you definitely have a squad that you're supporting in this league and Jorge it was a very important weekend my friend because on Friday one of our boys from the US men's oh. national team Jean Sargent scores a I think Puskas <coughs> Puska's audition or Puska's type goal contender Scorpion sure. contender oh my goodness Scorpion kick mm-hmm. to score and then comes back and scores a double and ends up beating Watford 3 to nil. and guys this huge is huge goals by the way from Norwich drags them out of the relegation zone that is why I, this was so freaking important this is exactly what the 21-year-old year, Josh yeah. Sargent. Josh Sargent now is realizing how important it is to stay in the Premier League, the intensity that they have to deal with of staying out of the relegation zone, and hopefully, hopefully it will propel him to be a better goal scorer going forward. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's so important. Mm-hmm. You know, for him to get back into the national team, that he needs to be on top of his game, and in the Premier League, especially, it's going to be difficult. Oh yeah, it's a, it's a, <coughs> sorry, it's the toughest thing in the world. It's the most competitive league, uh, and we've seen how hard it, it is for him to, to score. We're we're in December, or sorry, no, we're in January, mid January, and he's got his first. His, finally, his first Premier League uh, goal. Uh, mm-hmm. um, now, so he's also that's he also got two, which is huge for him. Well, it's, it should be a huge confidence booster. But yeah, it just it's a tough league. So I really hope that this will give him the confidence going forward. Because man, dude, he looks so happy. He looks so happy. I think he needed it. Being on being it. on like this new club, like mm-hmm. being in it's the relegation tough. It's zone. It's a tough ask, dude. Yeah. yeah, that's a huge. I it's that's hard. It's a new league. Mm-hmm. You're adapting. You're still very young. You're still developing, and you're being asked because, dude, uh, he starts most games. Mm-hmm. You're being asked to lead to, the line to, of a Premier League club. It's tough. It's tough. Yeah. It's really tough. So hopefully, <coughs> he can continue to help <coughs> Norwich here score a few more goals. You know, if he could get to like, like ten goals, you know, by the end of the season, can they do that, Norwich? I don't know. But if he can do that, that'd be, I think that'd be great. I mean, something like that, that, that would just be amazing. So that would help him, his confidence, get him informed for the World Cup. We can only hope, you know, that we can only hope. Well. We can only hope that he does indeed get out of the relegation zone and, you know, stays in the Prem for next year. Yeah, because they currently so. sit 17th with 16 points, which is crazy, in my opinion. They're ahead of Newcastle, Watford, and Burnley. So, um, yeah, hopefully our boy 
gets it done. And moving on to Saturday's games, starting with Everton and Aston Villa, where Aston Villa, Gerard, what the <laughs> heck, man? He has turned Dude, his Gerard, team around. Oh I mean, Everton <clears throat> is in kind of shambles with, uh, you know, what what's that coach's name? Just, the Spanish coach just got fired. I forget his name. Um... Uh... Oh, my God. Uh, Rafa Benitez. Rafa Benitez. Yeah, exactly. He just got fired, so they're not in the best position. But Gerard has just turned it around. Coutinho, you know, on the team, starting. Buendia on the score sheet. Like, I think this Aston Villa team, you know, it's not that bad. No, no, no. I think they got a really strong side now. So they got a good team going forward. You know, Ali Watkins also has scored. has been proven to be pretty clutch for Aston Villa when needed. You know, McGinn good in the midfield. Ramsey has been stepping up, and uh, uh, so has Cash. Digne, let's not forget. They got, they got I, think, Digne. I think he got the assist, and that was he did. He did. He got the same match, assist as he's gotten for Everton, who he just <laughs> came from a couple weeks ago. <coughs> we also got Emmy Martinez in goal. So Austin Villa have a really good team. And Gerard. Is thinking about calling his boy Luis Suarez to come in and make the band come back together. Oh man, that would be annihilation. That, honestly, every top team is going to be like, damn. And you got Danny That's Ings on the game. bench, and Danny Ings is a proven goal scorer yeah. in the Premier League. And you also have um, Ashley Young too, who's a veteran player. Veteran player. And just an Aston Villa, you know, like original. Well, Aston Villa sent at eleventh. Uh, with 26 points, so they're away from relegation zone, which is good. But you know they're they're making some noise. You yeah, know? hopefully they're they can find themselves. Teams. You know, <clears throat> like uh, maybe in like Europa League place, that'd be kind of cool. That would be cool. And moving on to Jorge, <laughs> Brentford, and Wolverhampton. Ooh, yeah, dude, that goal by Moutinho or Neves. Sorry, the goal by Neves. Oh, dude, Neves is. I don't know what he's doing at Wolverhampton. I think he deserves a bigger move. Dude, like, he's he's a really good player. He's a really yeah. good midfielder. That ball just insane. Just curls it around the goalkeeper's hand. Just inch perfect, inch perfect banger from outside the box. Just a good play. Just a good collective goal. The team really came together to, to support each other on that goal uh, and, and set up uh, set up Nevis for that shot. Brentford uh, sit at 14th with 23 points. While um, where is Wolverhampton at 8th with 34 and Brentford just signed uh, Ericsson so that's going to be an interesting <laughs> yeah, move for him. Yeah, interesting, huh? Yeah, and next game, <laughs> the new oil money team Newcastle United New versus Castle Leeds. Newcastle United versus Leeds. Like, not a sexy game, but John Joe Shelby gets it done for Newcastle yeah. in relegation zone. Dude, I don't know if they're going to make it out. Dude, what do you think about being the, like, money guy who has all that money, who just bought the club, and now they might get relegated? I don't know. And you wanted to bring in Holland and Mbappe and all these guys. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I don't know if they understand what Newcastle, you know, like, were. Yeah. Like, where they were. (laughs) They are pretty bad, and, well, let's... Let's talk about another pretty bad club at the moment who did win. (laughs) And and I'm talking about my club, and it's Manchester United. I love them, but come on, guys. You need to do better. 
Manchester United come out with a win in a Rashford 93-minute winner, which could arguably be an Marcus offside. Clutchford. Because of Cavani. I think Loki may have been offside. But the fact that Rashford mm-hmm. was there clutch, you know, to put it away, great for his confidence, great for the club. And, I mean, West Ham is a reputable, you know, force in Premier League. Oh, definitely. I think especially this, this West Ham. Exactly. And, you know, Man United may have not dominated like they should, perhaps, because of their team. But winning these games is just going to help them get better because they've had a roller coaster of a start with oh, yeah. Ralph Ragnick. And we have no idea, I have no idea, if we're going to make it a top four. So it's pretty crazy what's going on in maybe the biggest club in England based off of, like, just big. Well, it's know. for sure the most expensive one. Bro, nah. <laughs> I looked it up. That's Man City, bro. No, it's not. Yes, it is. No. I mean, not the club. Like, like not the players. But anyway. Club value? Like, squad value? Yeah, squad value is it's less it? than City. Yeah. No, wait. Is it? No, no, no. But spent. Money spent, uh, oh, though. money spent? Uh, I think it's money spent this season. I don't want to talk about it. Because now we're moving to oil <laughs> money. Know. Number two. Manchester City come out with a tie against Southampton yeah Southampton get it done dude do you think there's a weakness to this Man City team no you think they're gonna lose the league like do you like um, I hate the fact that right now Manchester Manchester City sit at the top of the league with 57 points which is what 9 points no 10 points no 9 points above Liverpool and realistically City are probably not going to lose that many games I don't think so and I think it's going to be their Premier League once again once again and I mean I hate to call it so early and they're still like mathematically possible that it can't but we yeah. just like let's be real dude they're, they, they have to like really like tank they really <clears throat> would and Pep it looks like has once again solved football, solved <laughs> soccer. He just figured it out, dude. He completed like, it again. <laughs> yeah, like he He's just like, said, you know what? Mate. Exactly. Checkmate. He's like, <laughs> you know what? You guys got me for a little bit. Hello, but, or whatever. But I'm back. <laughs> because this Manchester City, without a striker, without a number nine, is dominating just like the ball, controlling the ball, pace of the ball. You'll never get the ball back. They just their their press is insane. The work rate, everyone's work rate is just top tier. It's an excellent squad. Excuse me. And well built, just well balanced. Built, balanced, like. I mean, you can make have, the argument of a, a striker, but I mean, they're doing just fine without one. They're doing fine without one, and I don't think they're gonna sign any like prolific, like superstar kind of guy because they're thinking about getting that Argentinian. Yeah, I think yeah, in the summer we'll, they'll they'll Maybe, do something, perhaps. you know. But for now, they're like, you know what? It, it it works for now. Look, having a striker would only make that team scarier. It would <clears throat> indeed. You know, like, like this this game. I'm pretty sure they wouldn't have lost. Technically, they tied though. But anyway. I mean, sorry, sorry. They wouldn't have tied it. They would have. <laughs> they would have won it. Sorry. But let's move on to another tie 
in Sunday's matchup with Arsenal and Burnley. And man, dude, that was <laughs> what the hell, man? That like, game is so, dude. Uh, Arsenal looks so poor. Like Burnley it's so was weird. It was like offense versus defense, bro. It it's, was not a good game. It's so weird because Arsenal, like a couple weeks ago, was doing really well. Dude, they were flying. They were on form, a high. Everyone was just like, "Shit, it worked." I thought yeah. that was right. But now it's the like is in. a roller coaster again, coming down. And <laughs> do you think they can compete for that top four? No. I don't think so either. I don't think so. I, I think I, I think they're they're a year away. Yeah, yeah, for sure they can maybe you know like like five six you know. Mm-hmm. I could see them playing Europa League. That's well currently Arsenal are sitting at sixth with thirty six points. So, I mean, they're in Europe, which is important. While Burnley is. Uh, Sitting at the very bottom. <laughs> they're, at the, they're in last place, bro. Unfortunately for them. But um, Arsenal, it's it's looking better than it has been in the past mm-hmm. years, but not necessarily enough yet. You know what I mean? Yeah, dude. They're just, I don't know what to They're tell your you. way. They're your way. Yeah, give them, give them some time. But they're, look, they definitely have talent going forward. They have one of the youngest squads in the league. I mean, good Lord. Like, you're talking about... Gabriel Martinelli, Emil Smith Rowe, Bukayo Saka. Dude, can you imagine this team like the next few years? Like, I, I genuinely think Arsenal is going to be a tough, you know? tough squad. Ramsdale, Ben White. Ben White has turned out to be great. Yeah, Gabriel, when he he can be pretty he good. He can be good. I mean, he like, good. then they need a better defender. Uh-huh. I think maybe a right back, but they got Kieran Trippier. Or sorry, what, no, sorry, uh, no, that's not his name. Uh, I don't Kenyan, know. Uh, they got the Scottish left back. I'm sorry, I can't forget. I can't. He's, he's this guy. I know. But I he's he's good right as well. They have a good team. They you could argue that they need a striker. I don't think Aubameyang is ever gonna play for Arsenal again. No, no I doubt. I, he's I, not gonna play. I think if the rumors I've seen some rumors of Alexander Isak from I think it would be a good move. Real Sociedad. That dude, would fit the project. Did you see that guy in the Euro Cup? Oh like, yeah, he was. I think he could be really good. He just needs the right kind of team. And I think yeah, Arsenal might be that Arsenal team. I think Arsenal could be it. Plus, you have Martin Odegaard as well yeah. on the squad. They have, overall, Arsenal have a lot of good youngsters. It's always been a good team. It's mm-hmm. always promoted young players. It's always had that, you know, kind of yeah, sort of uh, th- thing about them. And, I, and you know, to, to credit, to their Arsenal's credit, I've liked that about them. Uh, I'm a Chelsea fan, so I do not like Arsenal for at all. <laughs> I, I loathe them, but I'll I'll say that, dude. That I, I I like that they do that. They support pushing out young players. I I don't like Chelsea's like. While re- in recent years, in recent times, Chelsea has kind of changed their their whole like. They realize they failed. Stuff. So. Yeah, so they're they <laughs> yeah. Although the players still don't know, but that all change soon. We know. Mm. But um, yeah, I think Arsenal will give them another year or two, and they're going to be a force to be reckoned with. These players that keep on the same trajectory, stay healthy, uh, you know, keep the same form and stay together, they're they're gonna be a very scary team. Um, so, but for now, I, I don't see them finishing in top four this season. Neither do I. And moving on to a team that played this weekend without maybe the best player in the league and perhaps the world, Liverpool beat down Crystal Palace three to one. Liverpool are just, you know what? 
without Salah and Mane, they're doing good, they're winning games, and they're keeping pace with Manchester City, hoping that they can just plummet somehow. So, but they're they're staying uh, around. Yeah, so, job done. You know, PK. It's not a PK, but it doesn't really nonetheless matter. a PK in a win. They got they they. Oh, they, it was their game. It was their game already, so I mean, it is what it is. It is what it is, Todd. But hating on Liverpool is better. But Yeah, fuck Liverpool. Yeah, we don't like Liverpool. But moving on to <laughs> Leicester City and Brighton Hub Albion. Oh, man. I was watching this game, dude. These games are lit, dude. I like watching dude. Brighton and Leicester games. Those games are always yeah. exciting. Dude, there's something different about, like... I feel like when they're not the big European guys, like these mid-table kind of like grittier English-style teams, they got more to fight for. Or something, exactly, you know, like yeah. they're just like exactly. they're trying to prove a point. They're yeah. trying to get the scrap out wins, and dude, I like that. Mbappe yeah. just always seems to 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 cause some sort of like issue for a team. Like he he puts in a cross. Mm-hmm. I remember watching it, and Mbappe had the ball. And I'm like, oh shit, he's gonna cross it back post. Yeah, he crosses it back post. Danny Welbeck, boom, buries it. Danny Welbeck, Manchester United Academy product, by the way. Uh-huh. Um, in the 82nd minute, too, by the way, dude. To tie it, you know, Pat Sandaka got the goal in the 46th minute, but Welbeck, at the end of the game, goes ahead and ties it. Well-deserved point by Brighton. I, I, I enjoy watching Brighton games, dude. They are exciting. They, <laughs> Brighton, is, Brighton is fun to watch. Malpe, dude. That guy, yeah, he's, he's good. Trossard, too- <clears throat> it's not bad. Yeah, Cucurella. Cucurella, dude. I, I I was surprised that he left Spain to go yeah, to Brighton. How I was there? like, of all places. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but <clears throat> you know his crazy hair. We love it. His name, also awesome. His name is also awesome. And, and he's been doing good. Dude, they got Lamptey, Tarek Lamptey. I know you. You were like, oh, who's he? But you know, he's he's a bright uh, another spot for for England. Uh, he came from the from Chelsea Academy. Yeah. Oh man, like he's, I he's, honestly didn't know much about him to be honest he's, man he's really really good I'm not just saying it just because he's like a Chelsea product uh, like a uh, product but he's he's genuinely a really good player if you guys get him at, at United which is there I saw rumors about I over Wambasaka who yeah, is going forward yeah because dude he's good going forward he's yeah. that kind of right back that's so. honestly what I prefer but <laughs> great squad i mean these guys it's they're are fun 10 to watch, and man. 9 so they're competing in their own you know yeah they're mid-table. right they're right there that's that's a very even game and that's what makes it so exciting with these mid table sides and yeah. then the games is that they're very even so it's super competitive we love it you know Leicester we've seen in the champions league and and whatnot so we know what they're capable of and now the final game of Sunday, which is <laughs> yes, sir. Jorge's favorite team that sucks, but Fuck. I mean in this, <laughs> no. but in this case, one one against <laughs> the lowly Tottenham Hotspurs, two to it's nil. It's happened again. It's uh, happened again. Chelsea, dude. I mean, it's they need to win some games. They've kind of had like a bad run in the past. Yeah, they this, couple this weeks. game was needed. So thank you, Tottenham, for the. Pretending to be a top team in England because yeah, you have some big names mm-hmm. and Antonio Conte, but yet you're not. Yeah, I mean, you know, Chelsea had the <laughs> wins, uh, you know, recently with the in the in the Carabao Cup and and whatnot, and and I believe in the FA Cup, you know, they had the win against Tottenham there as well. Um, 
But this is what Chelsea needed. Uh, a win in the league. They kind of just needed, like, a, ta- a confidence booster. Uh, I'm not trying to make excuses like Tuchel said, like, you know, with the whole tired thing. But I, I do feel like that team did look tired. Like, uh, like Mason Mount, like, recently, he just hadn't looked like himself. But, like, now he's, he's looking better. Hakim Ziyech, too. Oh, my goodness. Just, hmm. I, I feel like he just needed to finally get his goal. And dude, dude, and what, what a, a goal. What oh, a goal it was. He placed dude. it in the left corner of the goal. Like, that's he placed vintage. It. Like yeah. you said, I think you said it. You said vintage ZH, bro. That's the that's the ZH we saw at Ajax and was and we're like, whoa, why is this guy not that in left another foot, team? Dude. Yeah, that left just foot. insane. Like I, <laughs> ZH, I I've just been wanting him to just like find that form because he's such a baller. He is he's such a baller. I think he's had a hard time transitioning to England and the style. Not and, only that, but he did come with a knee injury, and so he's he came yeah. here with injury to begin with. And I think he's now like settling in to the mm-hmm. team and the system. Now that the system has tra- transitioned into like a four three three, right? Is that I what think they're running? Of, kind of, not really. Still, it's still kind of. Let me, let me double check what it was this weekend. Yeah, so it was more. It was yeah. This this weekend it was more of a four three three. Uh, yeah, you're right. So ZH, you know, and, and Hudson Adoy, a little bit more freedom. Yeah, more freedom to attack, and mm-hmm. I just think ZH, given a little more freedom, is a great player. Yeah, scores you, goals, finds that, the right pass too. He's that player that you have to just like okay, ZH, just this is your area. You mm-hmm. you control here, and like you said. You have to give him free reign, and and he'll find you that right pass. And he he's he's kind of he, he's like uh, he's cruising like in, in that sense that he can just pinpoint he can do mm-hmm. pinpoint passes. But the, he also has this swagger about him because mm-hmm. he just like just has like he's just like you know he's got like a just like a cold face to him like you know just like he knows he's good like he's he's, he's a very skilled dribbler very, honestly very skilled. he's got that. Right, that swagger, mm-hmm. and he needs that. He just needed end for product. him to play that way, you know. Uh-huh. Yeah. He needs that. That's that's his his persona, and, and I'm happy. You know, overall, obviously, I'm happy. I'm I'm a Chelsea fan, so we needed this from from the whole team entirely, and I'm glad to see Ziyech being a part of it because he's one of those players uh, that has recently come under a lot of criticism, like like Havertz, like Timo Werner, Lukaku, Pulisic, uh, well, basically all of Chelsea's front line, like Hudson Odoi, because they're big names. You know, a lot of these were big signings, like Havertz especially, and and Timo. Werner and mm-hmm. Lukaku as well, uh, and and you know like with Pulisic he's been a little bit it's been a little bit different because he's been battling injury, and Hudson Odoi I think you know it's, it's I, he I needs think, to get his chance man yeah I think Hudson Odoi everyone's like oh he's not producing but like let's cut him some slack he's been playing he hasn't been playing the same exact position all season and and whatnot but I think he's been he's been when when he's been asked to play for Chelsea he puts in a shift. Dude, I think I think he puts in a shift. I think he does too, but he needs to move or play more. Um, but mm. what a Premier League weekend! You know, now going into an international break, like it's gonna be a good, good set of games. Actually, I'm excited. A, like it's gonna be great. I'm so excited for this Premier League going forward. I'm too, hoping bro. Manchester City bombs. I'm hoping. 
Chelsea wins. Uh, I'm just hoping Manchester United makes it in top four, which they currently sit. So it's still possible we can be there because it's not looking like we're doing much of compete. No. But neither <laughs> is anyone else in the league because no, Manchester City over. is absolutely dominant. Farmersley? Yeah. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> and now, well, we want to uh, talk to you guys. Let's see. Wait, wait, wait. Sorry, I'm getting, I'm lost, losing my train of thought here, bro. Are <coughs> you good, bro? We look forward to talking with you guys on the next podcast episode on another Premier League update. So, see you guys next time. Yeah, later, skaters.